are you going to be jigging in the chair for the whole podcast? Probably. <laughs> Jiggy Jerry. I they can't call sit them. still, yeah. Robert. Good morning. Good afternoon. And so this is Christmas. It's lovely Christmassy weather outside, isn't it? The weather outside is frightful. <laughs> <laughs> Red Raw. Red Raw. With Rob and Laura. It's great. Yeah. Miserable. Christmassy. Christmassy. Amazing. Yeah. I always think like throw on the fire, right? Cozy in. I've no fire. I got one of them. It looks like a stove. Got yeah. it in Woody's. You throw a gas bottle into it and they're the oh, right yeah. job. Really cozies up a room. Do you ever some wheels? Turn handy. Mm. Bring the room. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever turn on you know on Sky you can get a picture of a fire? You do. Do you ever throw that on? No. Nah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I, don't know I used when when sunny when I used to be mine and sunny I'd leave it on um, pictures and stuff from on the television. I like the fire picture because it makes me feel warm, even yeah. though there's no actual fire. Yeah. But the picture of it makes you go, God, I'm roasted. Right, I'm confused when you're freezing. <laughs> Why am I so cold? The fire is on. Oh no, that's just a telly. We are reaching the end of what I would call phase one of the podcast. It's been great, no, it's been so hasn't good. it? So good, yeah. So I think we should do like what other podcasts do, which is a year in review. <laughs> I don't know what other I didn't listen to podcasts. Didn't you? Tommy and Hector's only, and then I, I never listened to any other ones. I, I, was, I used to listen to Steve Bartlett when I used to be out running, and you said one day when we were on the radio going, I hate people who suggest podcasts to me. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, just, it was just coming out of my mouth that I listened to this great podcast last night, and I was... <laughs> And my mouth was up and I just rubbed my arm and I stopped. Oh, God, yeah. I feel a bit sad. Well, you see, I think it depends on the person suggesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's think, a bit late now, isn't it? I think, no, to be, in my defence, I think I'd be okay with you suggesting a podcast. I worked with somebody before who was suggesting I would listen to the podcast to maybe get some tips on how to be. You but you, I think it's like, do you know if somebody sends you a joke or something? Oh, yeah. And you could get on really well with them and then they send you something on WhatsApp <laughs> and then they say, if this isn't fucking good, now it's going to change your relationship, like. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I will, George. So if you're going to send me something, that better be good. Like, if if there's certain friends of mine, if they send me something, I'm like, I trust them. But if it's somebody else, I'm like, well, I'm never going to watch that because that person is chaos. I sent you a, I sent you a <laughs> funny thing last night. You never got back to me. What was it? There was a fella lying on the beach sunbathing. Oh, I didn't on understand his, it. On his stomach. <laughs> and it jumped on him from behind and started putting him into a wrestling hold. I know, but I didn't have a clue what was happening. And I watched it about 20 times. Because you said, was... you said so funny. And I was I like, what? It was so funny. Well, I don't get it. Your man was incomplete. But he was just lying in the beach, sunbathing. And your man was having the cr- The other fellow was having the crack. He just randomly jumped in him and but you see, put him I... into a, like an MMA wrestling hold. But did they know each other? No. <laughs> but I think <laughs> I might have to go back and watch it again. Like you're, you're so. <laughs> I I didn't answer because I, I was like, "What the hell is this?" So why does she think this is funny? Like this is very funny. Like, I mean, your man eventually wrestled him off and put the jukes up to fight him. The other fellow ran off. I don't think I even got that far. I was like, oh, I actually, do you know what I actually thought? I was like, this is a mistake. No, no. This isn't meant for I me at all. Watch but I sent it to another few people and they never got back to me either. <laughs> that's because we have a separate WhatsApp group where we all talk about how weird the shit you send us. So that's like the podcast thing. Yeah. 
So you, know. you never listen to podcasts. Well, I think some podcasts, well, no, more television programs do a year in review, right? Right. So I'm not suggesting that we review the year of the podcast because <laughs> we've only done, what, six episodes. Six, yeah. <laughs> so, but I want you to think, I, I want us both to think two, two high points and two low points in the year. Of the year? Yeah, the I've whole year. Loads of high points and low points. Yeah, well, you have to pick two. I can't. Excuse me, Robert. I've lo- Lord, I've I do lots of stuff like like <laughs> I I I'm coaching an athlete from Sweden who won a medal in the World Championships. Okay, well let's talk about that. That can be one high point. Um, You're allowed to have two high. Percy. Percy. Handsome. My do- Regan won won the Cork City Sports. Oh yeah. Won it outright. Okay. Which was one of the most emotional days because there's five thousand kids in the Cork City Sports across all ages. Yeah. And she's a little pocket rocket and she won it outright and Marion won it in 93. Oh. So it was a, you know, and I, I was nearly crying that day, like. Hang on a second. Because you have to go through all of the rounds and there's, so, it's. Start, this, start from okay. the start. Start from the start. I've loads of other ones. Too. I know. <laughs> Sorry, Rob, it's I not. I suppose a, they're the first two that came to mind. It's so. not a competition to list out all the okay. high points of the year. We know you had a lovely year. <laughs> this. Uh, yeah, but. <laughs> Look, you also had a terrible year. There's just lots of terrible things, isn't it? <laughs> we'll get to that. Okay, we'll do one high each and then we'll do one low each. No, we should do the lows first to get rid of them. Um, no, we'll do the high, do the high. So, start with Regan. Right, City Sports. She qualified out of the school, did she? she? she qua- you qualify out of the school. Yeah. Um. So, I never qualified from when I was younger. Why not? It's, it's more, they're sprinters, like. So, I'd have been more kind of, you know, endurance based. I'd have been smaller. So, normally the big, fast kids... You have to be first in the school, so it's hard enough to qualify f- for. Like, well, I, <laughs> I know. Tell me you qualified. I know you know what I'm going to say. Go on. Uh, you were fourth. We had we had heats in school Oliver. Yeah. Uh, for the city sports, and I think they must have been obligatory. I think we had to do them. Yeah. Because, or else I'd have been like, no, I must go to the toilet. Uh, so <laughs> we did. We had heats, and I qualified out of my first heat, and did I was you? like, oh no, I was like. I'm after like getting way further than I thought now here. But then we had another heat, obviously, yeah. probably a semi-final. So I threw it. I fell. So you're n- you'd be quick so like? <laughs> no, I'm not quick at but all. But you had to have been. No, I'm like a snail. No, you're not. I think maybe I was up against, I think maybe they had heats for like the chubby kids. So maybe no, I was the quickest. No, they didn't. I was the quickest of the chubby kids. No. Look at her go. Uh, the chubby little So joke. she qualified from the school. I saw did my Tara. Yeah. Um, but she's kind of more like me. She'll be more endurance. But Regan's a little bull. Mm. She's like Mar. Can you say that about a woman? You're not left to say them things about. Well, like, my Marion's a bull. I'd be delighted. Bull if strong. Call me a bull. <laughs> well, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she qualified, Laura. Right. So only. So you go to the city sports. Where they, they, don't, it, It's on an MTU now. Oh, um, formerly CIT. CIT. Not allowed to call it CIT now no more. RTC. I remember when it was called the, the RTC. RTC. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Back What's in the that day, stand for? Regional, regional Technical, Technical College. College. And you go through the heats, then a semi-final and the final, and only one, only the winner from the heats come through. Oh. So hypothetically, you could meet the best girl in Cork. You could be number two in the whole of Cork in the first heat and you're knocked out. Do you know what I mean? So it's cutthroat enough. They line them up. And what it say? So you're in your age category. Like you're in your not, age yeah. category. The numbers are phenomenal. The crowds are phenomenal down there because as parents you're so protective of, of your kids. Mm-hmm. So it's the biggest, it's the biggest participated kids sporting event in Europe and then the parents all along there. So it's a massive event. So she got through the first round, got to the semi-final, won that, into the final and she won it like, and it was 
I it was amazing. It was amazing. Like it was an amazing day. And are you and Marion both there? We were both there. Uh, me, Marion, Marion's brother, her mum. The last times I've seen him, actually. Um, Cahill. Cahill was there. Cahill was home. And what are we doing on the sideline? Are we silent? Are we stoic? Are we screeching? Are we crying? You can't. It's so quick. I I could put up a good enough mask and pretend that I'm normal, but I'm completely <laughs> frantic inside. Do you know what I mean? I pretend I'm normal, but I'm like... And then even when she wins, I have to even pretend I'm normal, but I'm, I'm, I, I, never, I was just... I was bursting with pride that day. Like, Did you like... Her little face... Oh, her little face. Did you feel like what? Like what would you have? What would have been your instinct when she wanted to run on to the pitch? And oh, I ran over. I, like <laughs> I, uh, do you know what I did? I said, I said, celebrate. Do a cartwheel. I said, do a flip. I did. I said, do a few flips. Do, do it. And I gave her a massive do hug and in. just the happiness in her. Like oh. and and it was huge because the crowds were massive and um, that's probably standout. Imagine that standout from. Percy, who who was second in the world championships. Ah, yeah, but she didn't give birth to Percy, did you? Well, you didn't give birth to Regan. <laughs> <laughs> like, as in, Percy's not your son, like. Um, but did they, they end up being like your kids? They're in touch with you every day. You're taking on their life. You're completely emotionally invested in them. So what did Percy do? Percy got second in... In, in the 20k walk in... Where were we? It was Budapest, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. was in Budapest. You were oh, in Budapest. Budapest, yeah. I was watching. Yeah. Was, so he did, the, he did the fourth fastest time in the history of the 20k walk in the World Championships. So he came to me after the Olympics in, um, in Tokyo. He, had, he finished ninth, which was, it was bad for him. But he's 29, no 30. So it was a massive risk me taking him on because he had so much success yeah. before. Had a really bad Olympics. And since he's won six medals, he's won three world medals. He's won the World Cup outdoors he was one number one walker in the world last year he's won a couple of European medals so it's it's great and we're very close now he knew of you did he uh, yeah so we I had a competing against him when did you yeah 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 I didn't know that yeah 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 so he'd have always been behind me when I was competing I didn't know that yeah so we competed and I competed against his brother and it's a fascinating story because his mother was world champion she's Swedish his dad is Mexican and he was second in the world championships back in the day, I don't know when it was, and the dad left him when he was young. Oh. Do you know what? He's he's six foot one, six foot two, he's a beautiful man, but he's a complete geek. I'm, I'm just <laughs> I'm just really struggling with not making a joke about the dad walking out on the <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, my head just went, no, don't, 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 but there's no need. But did you know what? He's one of the nicest, most positive people I've ever come across. His whole thought process is about moving on and getting forward. And I love working with him. He's a great, yeah. great guy. And again, we're, we're probably very different, but there's a massive respect there. And we do out the plan and he executes it. If he doesn't see, if he thinks something's wrong, he'll ask me about it and he'll question me. But it's never to try and cut me down. Or catch me out. Yeah. It's having a full understanding moving forward when he goes to war then that like we have it covered. And what age is he now? I think he's about 33 now. So it's like he's the Olympics next year. So it's kind of coming for 20k. He's coming, you know, to to the end. He also, uh, what's his surname? Carlstrom. Percy, Percy, Percy Carl, Carl, Carlstrom. If you want to look him up. Um, he also, to me, looks completely different to what I thought a walker would look like. He's really tall, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's a not big, like strong a small, man. Yeah, he's yeah. really strong. Because yeah. who was the fellow he was very invested in? Oh, uh, Effie. E- Effie or Effie Fortune. Fortune. Oh! 
Fortunato. Hang Fortunato on a second. From, um, oh my God. I know you've all in my stuff in airplane mode now. Oh my God. Shit. I don't know how to put this in airplane mode. Edit um, it out. He, he's from Italy. He's a small, tiny yeah. little guy like you were. He's tiny. He's but tiny. But Percy like. looks tall in comparison to everyone else in that so he's raising. Percy, Percy's like six foot. In a normal world, he's not that big. He's six foot, six foot one. He's about 71 kgs. Mm. Whereas Effie is six foot and he's about 56 kgs. Yeah. He looks like, you know, you the, the week, you know, when Freddie Mercury before he left us. Oh. Looks a bit like him. <laughs> Which is why I like him because we know I like sickly souls. I, this is, we discovered this about me recently that I like fellas that look a bit sick. There was a guy, this is terrible. There was a guy who won the Eurovision for Portugal and he had, he had a heart condition. He won it in 2017. Salvador Sobral was his name. And he, had, he needed a heart transplant, basically. And so during the Eurovision, I loved him. I was like, oh, my God, he's so beautiful. He's so handsome. And then, great news, he got the heart transplant. And now he looks really healthy and I wouldn't go near him. It's <laughs> weird, it's isn't a it? fetish. <laughs> Sickly souls. Oh, God, it's terrible. It's Each to their own. <laughs> Each to their own, God. I like old, kind, sick-looking yeah. fellas. <laughs> but, sorry, so Percy won. So as a coach then... Delighted. Delighted. Delighted because he had um, he'd glandular fever in <gasps> December, January. Kissing disease. Yeah. So I'd have, I'd, but I'd have been chatting to you all about this. Yeah, yeah. Like even the emotional side, how to deal with him. And it was very hard because he was in training in Australia and you're working in three day plans like, how are we going to manage this? Because so- glandular fever, you are absolutely knocked out. I had glandular fever one summer, the summer before, I'd say first year of college and you're dead. You're yeah. dead. Like, oh, it's awful. But he was out in Australia, Laura, and the Australian doctor told him to train through it, put your body into that fatigue and make your body fight harder. Whereas we, I know, I I never had it, but you were probably told to rest. I was told to take Pharmaton. Yeah, no, he told him to train and I was, so we had to manage all of that. Sorry, now imagine if the doctor had told me to train. (laughs) Train for what, love? Train to Dublin. But this guy, do you know what? Outside and winning a medal is a bonus. His attitude mm. is brilliant. Like he finished second in the European Championships earlier on in the year and he pulled me afterwards and he said the, the training we did a month ago, he said there was one week it was too hard. And I go, he just finished second in the European Championships where your boy beat him, Fortunato. Oh yeah, Effie. So I had to kind of have a big discussion about that and kind of saying, you know, no, we need to put in massive work here so we, we can capitalise in the summer. So then if we don't capitalise in the summer, I'm going to be in trouble as well with the plan. Would he be coming at you cranky or would he be, is it just business? Business. It'd okay. never be personal. So for him to win that, so he won two medals at the World Championships last year. He was third in the 35k and he was third or second in the 20k. I can't remember. What are th- your hopes for him for the future? What do you think he can He do? wants to win the Olympics next year. Yeah, he's a good chance. Like. Has he? Yeah. Oh my God, yes. Yeah, yeah, he's a really good, a good chance. So he he was great because there was other guys in the group. Some of them are gone. It's yeah. great. What, you had a group of athletes that you I trained. had a group, so I had a couple of Irish guys. So I had five fellas at the last Olympic Games. Two Irish, a British guy, a South African and Percy. And you know what, sometimes with a group... Sometimes when there's really good guys who have who can be the positive example, it can show up the fellas who have the wrong attitude, 100%. and it can give you a, you a bit of reassurance as well that you're doing the right stuff. Yeah. Whereas other fellas with a bad attitude who don't want to get to the top, they can find all the excuses and put a narrative behind that excuse. And you could believe it if you mm. didn't if you couldn't quantify it with what the good guy is doing. Like I had two guys in the group last year, right? And I was saying to one of them, I said, "Look, I'm not going to compare the two of you as athletes," but I said. 
Percy gets on to me every day. He sends on his videos of him training, his lactic, so his lactic acid in his blood, he would yeah. test that, he sent me that. He sends on his heart rates, his paces. And this other guy who ended up doing, who ended up dropping out of the world championships, mm. his response to that was, er, sure, he is fuck all else to be doing. You're meant to have fuck all else to be doing, buddy. You're in a world I athlete. I went performance manager running across the table going, what is he for real? What else would you, you know, be You know, so you have, to, you have to be, but they're obsessed, Laura. Like, I know yeah. he was obsessed, but you are, when you come out the other side, you have to manage that obsession then as well. I was only thinking about this the other day. You know, the way athletes, when they retire, they can be a bit sad, but you didn't have that, did you? You were kind of, you were done. I think if you, if you're not getting enjoy, like, do you know what this snow? Yeah. Re- like, do you know when we did the first episode? Yeah. I left here and I was going, do you know what? I don't care if this isn't good. I went away with such a good feeling and I yeah. felt good. And I think if you're going along and you're doing something and you're enjoying it and you're getting better, and then if it comes to an end and it's getting worse, I think you need to get out of Dodge. A hundred, yeah. Do you know what I'm I mean? sorry, so I, would, I was just about to say a hundred percent again. And I I have noticed from listening back to our own podcast. I didn't notice I it. say a hundred percent so many times. I'm going to I'm gonna make it 70%. So, so I, I was 70%. kind of like that. I knew I wasn't going to get better. And then it's like going, okay, I'll move on to do something else. So you, I think you get enjoyment out of... But did you have any new. dip? Did you have a dip when you I, were... If I start thinking about it, like, like, but if you all, if you compare yourself to the best version of yourself, she'll be depressed. Do you think you've been the best version of yourself already? Athletically, definitely. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But then in other areas, I'm... Yeah, big time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already... A... No, I don't know if I've been the best version of myself yet. In other areas, no, like... Yeah. So there's other areas that you can improve on and get enjoyment out of progressing on. I don't think right. I want to be the best version of myself. I quite like the kind of... <laughs> the best version sounds like she'd be a pain in the hole. Do you know what I mean? Oh, boy. Do you, like, if you consider... If you're, if you're to view best as, like, kind of perfect, I think I'm probably like happier with some of my reactions but some of them are also terrible well. <laughs> but I think that's okay because do you know what I mean like I'd say I was only thinking this the other day you know the way they say kids emotionally learn how to emotionally regulate from you okay and I'm like I'm not sure am I emotionally regulated but then I'm like <laughs> I'm not sure do I want the kids I'm to just be just getting a picture of Alfie Little Alfie, what size is he? Tiny. Is he about a stone and a half? Oh, that even I'd say, yeah. I'm just getting a picture of him now downstairs watching the television, checking his testicles for lumps. <laughs> Why? Because he's like me. Well, I tell you, sorry now. It's so true. Because the other night inside in the bed, right, he got his little, um, he got his MMR injection right the other day. He got his instala in school. At the end of it, he turns around to me and he says, I don't want to be installed again. <laughs> So cute, right? But anyway, he's inside in the bed and she had said, the nurse had said to him that he'd get a sore arm. So he was inside in the bed with me and he was like, my arm is very sore, right? And I was like, oh, love. I said, that's just the MMR. This is the middle of the night now. I'm like, go back to sleep, lovey, right? So then anyway, time passed and he goes to me, my arm's not sore anymore. I said, oh, that's great, love. He goes, I have a pain in my chest. (laughs) Right? Then he fell asleep and I'm lying in bed going, first of all, I have a hypochondriac six-year-old. Second of all, my six-year-old is having chest pains. I was like, oh, the cycle starts again. With you. The cycle starts again. Oh, (laughs) no. No, but I think like, I think the notion of the best version of yourself, like, is is that somebody who's perfect at everything or is it somebody who accepts how they are? Because if it accepts how they are, then I'm definitely the best version of myself now. <laughs> well, that's a good confidence then as well, isn't it? Is it? Sometimes, eh? 
Sorry, Well, I do think you sometimes have to go to Ryan Grant. Ryan Grant. Because I spend a lot of time going, oh my God, look, Juno. You sometimes you go, like, oh, fuck, I'm going to, I'll try to do this. And then you come back to being who you were again. Exactly, <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. You go around in circles and I say, you're sure I was grand before. Why did I try to change that? I'm trying to think of, okay, so high point for me this year, obviously, is having baby Freddie. Oh, yeah, unbelievable. And uh, do you know what I love about it? Is it all happened within the year? Like, as in, he was conceived in January. And then I had him by September. Yeah. That's nine months, isn't it? I agonised over about having a third child or not. I genuinely was like, will we or won't we? I am a third. I'm number three. And I suppose I always had in the back of my head that if mam had only had my brother and sister, sure, that would have been awful. <laughs> like, if it was just the two of you. It was just the, if it was just Yvonne and Emmett. Yeah. Because sure, Emmett went rogue. Are you the youngest? Bit, yeah. You're the youngest. I'm number three. So I always had a kind of a hankering for... Like a me, yeah, you know, like as in I didn't feel complete until there was three yeah, of us, yeah, just yeah, in yeah. case one of them ends up being a dose. <laughs> <laughs> but so, it, but then as well, I definitely was freaked like about being older. When, you're not old. I'm not old, but when yeah. I had Polly, I was thirty. We'll say, yeah. And now I'm suddenly thirty-eight, and I'm like, oh god, are we do? Are we doing this again? Now I was kind of freaked in the pregnancy. I wouldn't like overall. I have had an only all right year, right. I'd give it I'd give it a six out of ten. Right? I'll tell you why now yeah, in a minute. Go on, go on. I also have had, I think, the happiest moment of my life this year. And it was in hospital after having Freddie. One of the first nights Shane was gone and it was just me and Freddie in the room and he was here safely. Yeah. And I loved him so much. I just had a moment of like, I'm so happy. Mm. And then after that I was like, no, but I do have a couple of conditions. <laughs> It was but just you a had a moment. moment. It was just <laughs> you had that moment. One pure moment yeah. of pure like pure joy. Pure joy. And then like he's been nothing but joy since. Thank God. You better not start piping up now. It was the easiest love I but ever f- felt. Was for, well, I've. Uh, I suppose there has to be a relief though because oh, huge, the yeah. start of the pregnancy, Laura, uh, yeah. even before you got pregnant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, you didn't know I was trying to give her. Oh, you yeah, did. I did. <laughs> She used to come in and then sure if it didn't happen sure it was grand you weren't going to have one it was an awful role like you'd be thinking I don't be listening I'd be taking in everything and sometimes there's just nothing to say so you just oh there's always something <laughs> to say so I will just stand there and nod you'd be on your approvingly. phone you go on I'll go on my phone yeah, is that it like, my yeah, safe place your phone oh, or the newspaper fuck, would she ever change the subject I don't know what to say here <laughs> why is this woman talking to me about ovulation <laughs> no I the start of the pregnancy I, I'll tell you what freaked me out at the start of the pregnancy was there's this new test the harmony test where you can have a blood test really early on and it identifies a few different conditions I remember that you'd be high risk for yeah. after 35 see I remember this yeah you remember this but I, I was of absolutely no consolation to me at the time but I remember agonising about whether to do it or not whether to do the test and like it would have been fine just do the test and get over mm. yourself but we didn't in the end because we were kind of like there's nothing that that test could tell us that would make us change our minds yeah, about having yeah, the yeah. baby but I think I got really in my head early on and then as we know had a tiny blade and I was like that's it that's it there's no baby here I know there's no I had you well prepared didn't I <laughs> And you're so convincing as well. But this is the worst you're so part. So convincing, like it's not moving, like it's grand though. You I, know, I'm only gone a couple of months, and it's fine. It's grand though. Did I say? You were just very matter of fact about it. You were kind of like you, you, you were kind of in a phase where you had to survive if something went wrong and move on with your life. 
And I wouldn't have. I know I'd been absolutely, (laughs) oh my God, basket case if anything had happened. But I remember saying to Shane, I remember going in and having the little small bleed and coming out to Shane, like tiny, tiny. And coming out to Shane and be like, there is a bleed there now, love. And I spent that whole weekend then just going, no, no, it's fine. Look, there's no, that's fine. We'll just, we'll, we'll regroup kind of thing. Sure, imagine being poor Shane. Like, you only have to deal with me once a week. Imagine Shane having to deal with me all the time. I'd wake Shane up in the middle of the night to inform him, like, I've been to the loo there now again, love, and there was another small bit of blood. <laughs> what would he say? He'd be like, okay, okay. And then then he'd go a bit silent, and I'd be like, Are there, you've no words, is it? You're just going to be, you're going to be silent, is it? I have to deal with this on my own. Oh, I'm a nightmare in many, many ways. I'm a lovable old nightmare. Then once the pregnancy moved on, then... I, I did start to feel safe then, I think. Yeah. Now, but then you did tell me that you think we got fired because I was pregnant. Did I? <laughs> you did. Oh, Remember you that? Did. You, well, you didn't think that it was oh. the reason you were fired. Well, it, it, you it, thought it, it, it was... contributed to it because it, it broke up the dynamic and they would have having... To, we were Exactly. Getting, we were having, do you know we were having talks? Remember at the time, we were going to try and get Jay Carter in. Yeah. In, to, as my replacement because yeah. he'd have coming in and he'd have going away or Dominic again. we were going to get Dominic, Dominic from Cahoots yeah. so I think when them talks started I think your point off as well. your point was that there's a natural break that if they were going to break us that up, this is yeah. the time to do so it it was Freddie's fault is what you said really yeah. Yeah. Ah, well it was good fair play Freddie it was the best thing well happened. yes well done Freddie <laughs> yeah. you are another high un- point of the year low and high yes unproblematic yeah. king okay go with your first low initially at the time emotionally was when I was told that I was gone from the radio. Yeah. As much as I hate saying it out loud. No, it was one of my big lows it was, as well. It was, um, that was completely out of my control. Something that I was completely confused about because all of our stats and everything were after moving up mm. and the, the word. And I don't know, it was my ego or there was part of me just, just couldn't understand why this has ha- had happened. And I was, fuck it, it was fierce low. What was fierce th- low, like... Tell, tell me like your tell me uh, something I don't know like tell me w- was there a time where you like did you have a little cry yeah I was yeah. I was in oh, tears man. like I got a lump in my throat oh. and I was just really really upset like I think it was the whole uh, part of my life was going to be gone yeah. do you know what I mean like yeah. when, even the chats in the morning yeah. coming in even meeting you and uh, I'd meet you in the car park and we'd chat and mm. it wasn't even the radio it was all of the other stuff around yeah, it was the, the team was gone yeah. and in fairness like we could come in and talk about fucking absolutely anything. Yeah. And was really safe that you weren't judged. Yeah. And, and we did, like, collectively, all of us chatted. 100%. And, yeah. we, and it was great. And I, I, I loved it because that's, that's rare enough, like. Yeah, I think that enough. was, I think once I stepped away from the actual, the job aspect of it, I realised it's the other aspects I'm going to miss. I think that was, that's what was making me low then. Mm. I, I swear to God, I know I've said this before, it, it was the closest to my heartbreak and I ever experienced. Yeah, no, I was, I was upset that week. No. Oh God, that week. I was upset for about four or five weeks. It just, it fucked the summer. The summer was shit. Yeah, it left an all. It was, yeah, it was, it was, a, it was out of the blue. Like it was just out of the blue. Yeah. Um. In hindsight, I don't have the emotional scars from it at the time. Like as in at the time it was awful. But now I'm like, oh no, that, I can see the path now. I can yeah. see that it, it was right. But I think with anything like, then coming out of it, I think anything that ca- happens to people that they think is catastrophic at the time. And on the outside, it mightn't be that catastrophic, but whatever it is, it could be for that person. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It can be, this is really, really important to me and I do feel this way. 
to somebody else it's like going sure that's the best I, I didn't need to hear that there and then yeah. but if you come out I think you could come through anything I genuinely believe if you take the good out of anything and you drive on take the positive out of it the past is the past and drive on and yeah. good uh, that's the big thing that I've seen even with the radio and all my, if you want to move on and do something something always good happens like doesn't it I think you, you just drive on we, we joke about being a kind of a flipping phrase but like actually just get the head down and keep moving forward mm. as much as you can I even think for like kids in school or anything that would be having a rough time like being bullied or anything in secondary school, just keep going. Just but you know keep what, going Laura? forward. Forward is the way. The, the answers are out there. If you gravitate to people who like, when something bad happens, you find out who your real friends are like, mm-hmm. you know, and then you find out people with more experience and when they've had something bad happen, they can help you. Yeah. And you'll find a solution. If you want to find a solution, you can. And if you want to move forward, but, but you could you could let it destroy it. it, it as well. As well. That, that could be sport. It could be anything. So that, that's the one thing I realised from the radios, like going, my kind of characteristics for everything, they cross over into loads of different worlds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might feel stupid and feel let down and feel like a failure, but I'm thick enough to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> stupid <laughs> failure here. Would you ever, ever piss off? Never just go away. Um, that was definitely one of my lows as well, but I am going to, but I have two others. Because <laughs> I knew that'd be one of yours. Obviously, aging parents. Oh dear! Oh. Now they'll hate being called aging parents. My dad got sick in the summer. Yeah, that was tough. And it was the first kind of that's my first time dabbling in that sick parents, mm. and I hate it. I mm. hate it. <laughs> dad was struggling to breathe basically for that. ages, yeah. and I was like this fella. And you and your mum thought he was putting it on looking <laughs> for thought, sympathy. He thought he was acting. Yeah. I sent a message to my friends going, this fellow's Daniel J. Lewis. He's putting on the performance of his life here. Because he went to an ear, nose and throat specialist and the ear, nose and throat specialist um, uh, prescribed him with uh, a sinus rinse. So then he came home and I'm like, this fella with his sinus rinse? You're joking me. And he, I'm like, this. I, I genuinely thought it was an act. And I'd say within about a week of that, he was inside in critical care in the bonds. Poor man. The poor man. Oxygen saturation was 40% or something. It wasn't 40%, it was 70, which is but not Laura, great. Yeah. when we used to train at altitude, like up at 2,000 metres altitude, our oxygen saturation at the lowest would drop to 88. Yeah. And that's like, and you're struggling. No. So, what was he? Uh, so when he went down to the doctor, he was in the eighties, and then that, when he was in the hospital, he was he went to seventy. That's briefly. like being up at the top of like Mount Everest. Yeah, well, he might as well have been, but he so Poor he had, man. awful, so massive blood clots basically in his lungs was the first discovery. We've had su- subsequent discoveries. <clears throat> it just shakes the core of your being a mm. bit. I think the notion, like, because Dad's only seventy. That's young, very young, and I'm like, I I said it to him. I said, you can pipe down now a while. For another 10, 15 years before I'll even look at you being sick. Mm. Because... 70's it, young 70, in this day and age, it is, isn't it? It is. And I noticed with Dad as well that 70's definitely young for him because <laughs> as more people like that he knows pass away, he's like, yeah, I mean, he was only very young. And I'd be like, and what age was he, Dad? He was 86. Oh, I'm like, Dad, come, yeah, yeah, come on. Pushing, <laughs> he's pushing but it. But I yeah. like that mentality. It's great. <laughs> like we have very elderly neighbours <laughs> that are well into their 90s and like... There's, you know, there's still a while, you know, they're, they are still young. I'm like, guys, this is brilliant. you have to let them go at some point. Find it confronting because the whole dynamic shifts. You know, you're worried about mm. dad. You're equally worried about mom 
because mom then is her life is totally different mm. if she's mind and dad then it's different for you know it's not so easy to just drop my kids over to be minded of course yeah. I'm not going to plonk them over in the middle of it I hate it there's no two ways about it there's no the, it's the worst part of life but isn't it like back to even with success or failure a new norm occurs then and you have it to does, adapt. Yeah, it does. And you, like you do adapt and all of that. Or not failure, sorrow, the diff- difficult <sighs> situations. It's a new norm and, it's the, and, you, you, and you did adjust. It makes me want to not love anyone. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's why I won't get a dog. <laughs> no, seriously. What are you going to do when my dog dies? I know, it's like I'm too attached to him now and I'm kind of regretting that I took him. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Like I, I, I love Excuse him Excuse me You stop having those Complicated emotions About my dog Because I need you To take him <laughs> But that's true It's like going That is That is the conundrum When you do get attached Yeah I mean you do love Something yeah. or someone And then it goes Sure, fuck it, sure I, used to be, I used to be Saying to you I'm like you're not allowed To die And you're like I'm never dying And I'm like no But I can't Like I it would make, If you were to think About it You'd actually want To put yourself in a box And just not I, know. I don't want to love anyone. I don't want to care about anything because it's like the pain is too much. It's too much. It is, yeah. It's yeah. it's shit. And I, Jerry, I'm just going, yeah, yeah, I know that because <laughs> I've just blocked it all out. I'm not, I tried I'm getting, not opening up that box. You already have a dead fair and draw. And it's only 11 years later I'm able to chat about it. Yeah, no, but No, sure, it's hard. No. It's, it's like, you cried I close it. enough hate a few people. <laughs> 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 and, and I wouldn't wish that on them. You know? <laughs> There's a few now. <laughs> Get I those strongly full, dislike. Get those full we'll chat names about them in January. Yes. January's oh, a miserable, January. miserable month. I'm coming for you, Emmett. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't wish January. it on anyone. Like, like no. my mom, when my mom passed, like, like, oh, it was, it was the saddest, and it was darkness and sorrow that I, I never thought that could exist. What was your relationship like? Were you very close? Yeah, we were. Like, I'd ring my mum. We'd have war now as well. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, me and my mum would have war. Oh, yeah. Me and dad wouldn't have war, but we'd be but rowdy. Said, but my mum was from the north side. She was lovely. Yeah. Like, mad about my mum. I probably, my personality's probably more like my mum's. Um, she was, she was, a, she was a mad thing, like. But I, my last conversation with my mum um, was leaving to go to Korea that time and uh, to the World Championships. Me and Mar, and I was like, mum, I goes, eh. I says, I, me, myself and Mar will bring you and dad and Marion's mum and dad to Clarny. I says, when we get back from uh, Korea, he goes, I haven't said, and my mum's only like a couple of miles away from me. But yeah. when, you, when I was training, I wouldn't see anyone. She goes, where are you going, by? I says, uh, there it goes again. Oh I says, uh, I'm going to Korea, ma'am. I says, I'm racing world championships next week. I says, she goes, what are you doing there? I says, <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing the 20k and the 50k. And she goes, oh, that 50k will kill you. What are you doing that for? That's an awful event. <laughs> and But I was after coming to an age, whereas if she said that to me in my mid-twenties, I'd and lose the rag because okay. like, everyone had to be on my 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 train to okay. go where I wanted to go whereas then you get over on people or people people do but different stuff but she's just stuff. your mum she's my mum she's a world champion she's like that yeah, 50k she did, she did, but she adored me like and then that was it got to Korea and then she the accident she, she ended up having a heart attack because she fell down the stairs and it was fucking the saddest saddest time not that this is going to happen to your dad no I know yes <laughs> I'm not getting into this though. It's very deep. No, but did you chat about this? Did you? Did you? Did you say was the last? What was the last thing I said to her? I was like, I see you when I get back. Do you know? And then her last conversation was because she she'd only mixed in up in my nans. She 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 wouldn't socialize really in the south side. Like she'd go up to my nans and all of her friends (laughs) were in upper on Shandin and yeah. 
and her last conversation was about me to the taxi driver who brought her home from my nan's like oh you know how do you know that listen to that auntie Lindsay and <laughs> Dranda she loved me the best she did though how she do you know that did the taxi driver tell you because they had to do kind of you know when a date happens all the, the last oh. m- movements and yeah she was telling the taxi driver all about me which I wasn't surprised like oh you know? she loved um, her boy and you came home then didn't you I came home oh fuck it was awful Lord, it was awful it was awful it was the worst but it put everything into my life into perspective going do you know the stuff that we'd be fucking worrying about mm. like it doesn't matter nothing fucking matters like with this sadness do you know people just get on and be nice to each other do what you have to do and fucking mind your own business like but it's back to it's what my mum always says which is everyone sore arses your mum is she's a, she's a strong woman she's a formidable terrifying <laughs> she force she's a scary woman which is why this is why this has been hard because you see a vulnerable side of mum yeah. and I'm like oh I've no interest in yeah, seeing a vulnerable yeah, side of you like, as in, you need to be badass no matter what happens. Because if you're not badass, I can't be yeah, badass. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But she always says, everyone's sore arse is their own sore arse, right? <laughs> Which is like, yeah. you know, at this moment in time, my biggest worry is my dad. But like, a couple of months ago, my biggest worry was the radio. A couple of months before that, exactly. it was trying to conceive. Yeah. You know, so it, that is your worry, like. And day yeah. to day, it could be like... You, you still are a normal person that has stuff of course. that pisses you off yeah. it's like Shane would you close the cupboard door yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean yeah. that's my sore eyes today so I think like you have to kind of hold otherwise it's back to you wouldn't feel anything then mm. like if you were just to allow yourself to go completely into the sadness then you you can't do that either you have to like still be annoyed about like Error that one's being a bitch or whatever because they're the normal little things in life to keep mm. you ticking over mm. oh god anyway how do we get here? The Milo. That's, that's one. That's two, that's though. So that's two. You've had two there. No, now. I've had all. I've only had one. You had the radio. Oh, oh, you don't get the radio at all. No, I left you of that because oh, right. you were fired. Okay. I left. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you need a second low. No, you need a high now. A high. Bring it up. Bring it up. A high. A high. It's back to sport again in the kids. Like, so Cahill went to AC Milan. Yeah, yeah. This was tough now, right? So Carl went to AC Milan, Laura, right? Mm. During COVID, we went everywhere on trials, all over Italy. He was out in Germany. So between the jigs and the reels, he could have signed him for Bayer Leverkusen. We were waiting on the decision. AC Milan came in, they needed a centre-back and they signed Cahill on loan for six months. Okay. So very safe. Obviously, Milan's centre-back under Aideen got injured. They had a gap. Cahill was on trial there about six months earlier. So they go, okay, we'll, we'll fill a hole here now. We'll throw in this kid. So we, as glamorous as it sounded... It was very risky. So we left Germany, went to Milan, and then he was in Milan and he got a contract for a year, which was fucking great. Unbelievable. 16 years of age. That, so he was in Milan for a year and a half and he came home the summer and he said um, he didn't want to go back. He said he wanted to go to England. And I was fucking terrified. Not letting him know. Didn't want to let no one know because it's... What's the word? Vicarious. How do you pronounce that? Precarious. 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 <laughs> like the radio's like going, okay, he had the glamour of being in Milan for a year and a half. If he makes this decision, yeah. well, what if he doesn't get a club in England and he's stuck in Cork? No, he's after missing out and doing his leaving sort. He's after missing out doing his education. Mm. And, but he's, and we, we talked away. So I was all right. And he said, no, dad. He said, like, I've seen, I've seen enough there. Uh, I don't like the way he was treated. These guys get this. And he just got on with it. Never ever complained when he was away, but when the season came back and he captained Milan now as well yeah. under 18. And he said, I want to go to England, but was confident in his own ability. So kept it all low key. And uh, there was a lot of talks going on. There was a lot of clubs interested. And he, he 
he said he wanted to go up to Newcastle. He wanted to go and try with Newcastle, even though there was two other clubs that he could have signed in for. Mm. It was nearly like my dad at his age going, you need to do an apprenticeship and have a security yeah. level. So yeah. the, the bar has just got higher, but I didn't. I kept my mouth shut and you have to support him. That right? is some skill. And Sorry, it was hard and he went to Newcastle and I'd have been telling you all the time, yeah. you know, nervous about like, and he went to Newcastle and I was like, fuck, what if he gets rejected here? Oh God. What if he's rejected and he's back? And he went up there and between the jigs and the reels, he impressed and he got um, he got a two-year professional contract plus a year. Unreal. And I was so, so proud of him, the way he dealt with it, the way he went he went under the radar, kept it all to himself, kept it quiet, was strong, knew what he wanted. Even when he negotiated with his agent, he said his agent was saying, I think you should get this one. And he said, no, I'm worth this. Mm-hmm. And he was really strong. Like, And I was going, oh my God, this is, this is brilliant. Okay, he's missed out in a few years of school, but the life skills he's used is massive. And now he's over in Newcastle, he's captain of Newcastle under 21 team. And he's doing, he loves it. And what age is he? He's only 18. Like when I think, so I was, like he's but a I was baby. So, I was so proud of him. And yeah. it's nothing to do with the football or the glamour. No, no, with no, that. no, no. Just the way he has navigated through the different phases. Like like I remember like even when he was under 13, he was playing football down in Ringman and he didn't get sent for court trials, Sarah. Oh. There was six out of the club could be sent for court trials. They sent five and they wouldn't, he wasn't sent oh. because the narrative was, I'm sure he plays hurling. And I was going to the Olympics that year, it was 2016. I was fucking livid. So he got picked externally then from Cork Scouts and went, played Cork B, then got onto the Cork A team and then ended up captaining. And then, you know, so there's yeah. a pa- So this is just at a higher level again. And I massively, I was massively proud of him. Like, yeah. you know, it was the story behind it and he's loving. So yeah, that would have been a massive high this year is as well. Is there still a part of you that's like uh, freaking about his leaving cert? Is that the mammy and me? Yeah, th- like, I'd chat to him then about stuff. I'd be kind of saying, like, you know, if you knuckle down. And it's a hard word to live in. Like, imagine when he went to Milan, right? He's li- he's living with a guy, rooming with a guy. He could be on 10 grand a month. Right. And they'd get paid at the end of the month. And they could be buying jackets for two and three grand. And a bag for yeah. a thousand euros. Yeah, and yeah. Imagine if you get caught up in that world, mm. trying to trying to save face. And he didn't, he's just he's just himself. He's level and now he's done well in Newcastle. And like going, God, imagine if you were able to buy a house in two years. It'd be f- unbelievable. Are we in a situation where he's not going to do his leaving? There's no need. There's no need. There's um, no need. I think, I think he's such, uh, he's such a good work ethic. Yeah. He, like he was never massively academic. He's, he's not stupid by any means. In the middle of the road, he'd be, you know, he, he, but, but if just, he applies himself, yeah. he's a brilliant, brilliant, reliable worker and, and he'll definitely get on. Like me, like, I think... You know, but doesn't it show though that like there are elements of the education system that don't suit? A hundred percent. They do, they don't suit like whatever about the leave insert suited me mm. because that was my skill set, learning stuff off, putting it out there. That was my that was my thing. Sometimes you'd wonder about children that are absolutely struggling with it. What about opening up the concept that you don't have to do it? I struggled. I struggled with it, Laura. Like, yeah, of course. And and I think a lot of me lashing out then and messing and stuff, and it's of just course. I just couldn't really struggled with it I hated mm. school I can remember I I was down in Cloyster Creek 3 actually the other day um, you just like to go back and do another yeah, lap but I was chatting <laughs> I was chatting to the hello, principal hello boys and girls <laughs> guess who's back I was chatting to the principal and chatting to the other teachers and I was like fuck it I says like I can see no being an, being an adult the energy that I had when I was younger sometimes I feel like I want to go back and apologise to some teachers because but I was never yeah. bold I was always a good same no I probably the same personality the only difference now 
is that when you have a status, so he goes, isn't he a great fella for messing? And yeah, 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 yeah. But he's when, when you're back there, you're when bold. you've no backing, when you don't have any platform, mm. and you're you've no like big status with your parents coming in to sort things out, you're fucking easily disposable. Yeah. So you can be de- deemed as being a bold boy. Then I never was. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah. I, but I come back and chatting to the teachers, but it was. It just, it isn't for everybody. No, it's not. And there isn't enough space made for there to be alternative routes. Like there is obviously alternative routes, but like the kind of notion that you have to get to the sixth year of secondary school. But you know what? I still think you need to demonstrate. It'd be easy to say that as a cop out to get out of things. You still like, and I was thinking I was in the school. We ran about Dick Tobin. He was the vice principal in Crease Tree. Fuck it, he was an awful character, Laura. Okay. Real country man. He played hurling with Waterford, principal told me the other day. But it was a really good character. Yeah. And I can remember when I was in Cree Street, I'd go training on my own in the pitch next to the school afterwards and I could go out and run 20 laps so that Mr. Tobin would see me to go, no, he's not a bold boy. Like, I'm a yeah. fucking good young fella. Like, I was mad to impress with training. Or uh, we had another teacher in Cree Street, Mick, who turned around to me. And this is how kids can get misunderstood because I was so good at sport. And I remember going for the football team one time and he turned around to me and he said, he said, you know what? He said, he said, you're a fine footballer. If you applied yourself to your schoolwork like you did to your sport, you'd be a fine student. But I didn't want to be a good student. Yeah, I you remember see, going home nearly crying. Like, oh, I'm telling you now, boy, don't you be saying things but, to small But look, t- teams were different. Things were different then. I don't Times were totally different. And I do That think much of a vendetta against him. <laughs> Just... I might have a strong dislike of him. <laughs> You might be meeting my dad <laughs> and for bollocks. a bit of a coffee. <laughs> no, but I understand as well because they don't know they can predict the future, you know. But also, like, times are different now. I assume that there's more allowances made for people with, like, there are, it's proven that there are different types of intelligences. Some people are book smart, some S- people aren't. Sometimes I still think it comes down to your, who your family are and your background. If you have a strong family, they can make allowances. I have a friend there now. He has no status. Uh-huh. Kids are massively talented, and one of the kids is in school at the moment, and he's constantly getting suspended, uh, constantly getting in trouble. But he would run with me, a really, really good runner. He would run with me, very smart, yeah. very witty, always well behaved with me because I'll chat him like in a young adult. Yeah, never ever disruptive, and he just constantly opens his mouth in school. He's in trouble, and because his family doesn't have the status to do anything from, they could be deemed as. Yeah. As, what's the word? I don't know. I wasn't going to say scum. Well, you've been saying No, but they're not. Like, yeah, they're yeah. really good friends. But you could but it, easily. But it yeah. whereas if you have a bit of status, or yeah, you, you're yeah. treated completely different. And is that right or wrong? Well, you should take time to get to know a kid. A hundred percent wrong. Like, as in, you can't just. You have a duty of care as mm. as an adult encountering children. You have but you to. Can't, you can't. I suppose you can't have the time then to do it with every child. You know, it's hard. I know. Lord, I it's know. Hard it's very hard. It is very hard. So that was Cahill's eye. Just to say, all of the teachers are wrong about me. <laughs> Look at him now, guys. Look and at I, him now. I have a list. He's got an award-winning, <laughs> massive opera house selling out podcast, guys. And a load of medals as well. I never but thought I could do a podcast. <laughs> no, Mick is grand. Mick is a good guy. Um, I'm trying to think of it. Oh, yes. I remember what my other high was. Will I do my low first? Get rid Go of my low. I had the worst gig of my life in front of Tommy Tiernan. <laughs> I was only listening to him today. The worst gig of my bloody life. It was at the All Together Now Festival, which is on in some field in Waterford. Right? Right. 
what are you looking at there now? When you be talking to Rob, he'd be looking all over the place, but he claims <laughs> to be listening. So yeah, anyway, I'm you're down the water together, for it, you're I'm doing a gig. I'm in a field. Uh, I'm it's it's August, so I'm I'm very pregnant. Like I'm dropping pregnant. It's one of the hottest days of the year, Grant. Pulled in, fine. Down to the, it's one of the hottest days of the year, but the day before was lashing, so the okay. place was covered in muck and right. shite. Now, I'm not a festival goer, so I walked in the door and I was like, oh, I hate this. So, no wellies on. I had runners. <laughs> no wellies, just runners, yeah. right? But it was lucky, I nearly wore flip flops. So, anyway, went down to the comedy tent and was talking to a few other comedians that were on. That was all fine. A bit, you know, small talky shite, who cares? And I, a guy came along and he was like, look, it's going to be, you might think on stage that they can't hear you, but they can. Yeah. It's just that the tent is very loud. Okay. Right. So I was like, what is this fella talking about? So I'm standing side stage. Carl Spain is on. He's doing amazing crowd work inside in a big tent. Loads of people in the tent. Like right? a marquee. Big marquee. Yeah. Okay. But open. Like, okay. so no, it's not closed and so you can see the outside. That's what open means. <laughs> so I just right. described thanks, open. Thanks for it. <laughs> it wasn't that bad in school, Laura. I just didn't have an interest. Right? <laughs> so... <laughs> So Carl is doing amazing, right? He's doing amazing crowd work. I'm standing side stage. There's another fellow about to go on. The next thing in behind me walks Tommy and his wife Yvonne, right? Now I chat to Yvonne on Instagram. She's lovely. Right. So we had a big cuddle, delighted to see each other all grand. Tommy's there in my head. I'm like, uh, uh, Tommy, because I've never, ever, ever come across him. Didn't you? No. Never. We, no, never, never. This is my first time, first encounter with Tommy. So Yvonne was like, oh, I'll introduce you to Tommy. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, pretending to be cool. And Yvonne knows that I'm only pretending to be cool because in my head I'm like, I love you, Tommy. <laughs> so we had a little awkward, we had a really awkward, we had a, a cuddle. Then with a really awkward exchange, I don't know what I said, but I remember at the time thinking, what you just said there was bollocks. It made no sense, right? I panicked. Right. Okay. Carol Spain has had a storming gig. It's up to me now next. So I wander up and I swear to God, the worst gig of my life. The audience are like, who's she? Not okay. a clue who she is. It's Sunday, a Sunday of a festival as well, where they've been like out partying since Friday night. Okay, The middle of the day, three o'clock. Who wants? I don't want to hear comedy at three o'clock in the middle of the day on a Sunday. So went up. You could hear the other tent. The music's absolutely blaring from the other tent, right? But your man had told me that they could hear me. And in my head, I'm like, well, they're not fucking reacting like they can hear me because they're not laughing. Right. I flew through my material. It was new. It wasn't new material, but it wasn't like my old safe stuff. I flew through it. I just, I was meant to do 10 minutes. I'd say I did about seven. And I was like, this is hell, this is hell. Then I had a kind of a blank in my head. I couldn't remember the next bit. And I was like, I just need to get off. And the whole time I'm like, Tommy Tiernan is side stage. Now, I don't know was he. He probably went off for a walk. Like, why would you stand and watch some dope being shit? But I had this feeling of like, you're dying on your arse in front of Tommy. You are dying. And you know, Tommy doesn't care. He doesn't care. Tommy no. doesn't care. Tommy's not going to say it to me like, you know, here, Laura, come and tour with me. You know, there's there's, there's no he's loss folk, here. He's sure he's getting his folks on himself. Thing going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. And Yvonne was lovely. I spoke to her after and she was like, you did great. You did and great. I was so like, it was Yvonne, probably in your lying. own head. But I actually don't think it was because people do say that. But I was like, no, I knew I was shit. I would be the first to say if I was good and the audience didn't like, you know, if the audience didn't just getting bored. I was actually shit. So I came out then anyway and I was going back to my car and I took a left right in this big fucking field now there's festival goers all over the place fellas with glitter on their face coming up going Wee! 
And I'm after having the worst gig of my life. Right. I'm a hundred thousand months pregnant. I'm too fucking warm and I'm wearing runners in the muck, right? And I'm, then it suddenly starts lashing. No. And I'm like, oh my God, the muck is getting slippery. I'm going to fall with the baby. There is revelers everywhere. And I'm like, this is the worst time of my life. So I walked up to where I thought my car was parked and I suddenly realised I'm not at the car park. No. So I ended up walking and walking and walking and I'm too stubborn to ask, right? I'm too much of a stubborn old bitch to say, where the hell is the car park? I'm walking and walking. Suddenly I find myself in amongst all the tents <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, where am I? So I'm walking and I'm like, I'll have to ask, I'll have to ask. So I'm working up the courage to ask, so I asked this fella anyway. And I was like, where is car park B or whatever it was? He was like, oh, he, he said, your best thing is to go outside the okay, gate. Taxi. <laughs> Your best thing is to go outside the gate and follow the perimeter, right? <laughs> so I basically went outside like you would in a maze and stuck my hand out yeah. and followed along the wall 20 minutes more no. until I could find my car. I was looking for my, I, the gig was 10 minutes long and I looked for my car for, I'd say, 50 minutes. Uh, yeah, and but I you know was what? sweating and roasting and raging and mortified. I was like, I felt like writing to Tommy and being like, I can actually be very funny. That no. wasn't my best work, but they're only all excuses then. And I'm just like, it gave me a real turn off stand up. It gave me a real, like, I haven't come back to it since. But I guarantee you, if you, if you had material that you were, you were lashing out and if you yeah. had to watch it back with none of the emotions attached, you'd go, probably, it was probably fine. Because no, one shit. or two things would go wrong and it highlights, especially in your head anyway. It was shit. And then all of the other stuff with the muck <laughs> and the care and it was so warm. the whole experience then becomes bad. But oh, it was probably fine. I, I think as well because it was so close to the end of being pregnant that I was just like, this is crazy. Yeah. You need to be at home, girl. Yeah, what yeah, are you yeah. doing? But it stars had, weren't aligned. It's given me a turn off for now. I'm like, I will do stand up course again. I have a gig in January. But I'm like, at the moment, I'm like, I just, I'm not feeling it. At the moment, that's kind of dramatic, isn't it? I do. I think it's the baby bubble. I'm like, no, I'm yeah, not doing no more. You get out there I'm not again. doing no more. No, I'm doing a massive podcast. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> that's all I'm doing from now on. Um, okay, there are my two lows. You've done your two. Have you done your second low? We've had your two highs. We've had one low, the radio. Now second low. Yes, brilliant. I get slow when Marion be fighting with me. <laughs> <laughs> monthly. <laughs> Error. We all fight monthly. <laughs> I feel pretty low them times, like, but nothing else stands out. Thank, thank God. Yeah, yeah. Nothing else stands out. Yeah. Massively. Well, that's good. Like the highs and lows daily, like. Oh, ups and downs ups of and the day, like, every oh, day. <laughs> every day. Oh my God, I could but start sky high and then like, be like, oh maybe God. Maybe I'm immune to lows now when I just get on with things, but yeah. I'm going to tie this up nicely now. Do you want to know what my high is? My second high. Did you not go on about it yet? No. I'm only half listening to you, so no, I'm not. Go on. What about it? I'm not going to say nothing nice now. The podcast is my oh, yeah, yeah. I like doing it, yes. I like it as well, yeah. I like being, I like that people like it. Oh, yeah, I like that people understand the old meandering chats, yeah, and they can relate to them. And I think it's an escape from, yeah, the stifled corporate structured bollocks bollocks that we all have bought into in life somehow, yeah. And I think it's setting people free. And that's what we want to do next year for 2024. We want to continue to set you free. But I think we should tell a lot, a lot of miserable, sad stories. Oh, January is going to be fucking bleak because I hate January. But like just make, make them happy then at the end. January is when we had our fight last year. 
this year we're going to have it live on the podcast. And I think all of the listeners now will know why because you went through the early stages of your pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like a bull. <laughs> Happy Christmas, Robin. Good luck. Red Raw. Red Raw. With Rob and Laura. We've surprise. been a huge surprise for you all. Because you've been so good. Good boys and girls, you're on Very the good, good list. Go on, Robert, list. tell them. We are doing... Go on, you. We're doing a Christmas special, even though this was the Christmas special. No, a special special. A special special. This Thursday, the 21st of December, same time, 7am, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, extra episode for you this weekend. Extra episode, yeah. Uh, you're welcome. Could be the start of a new thing. Could be the start Two of a weeks. new thing. Ooh, happy <laughs> Christmas. Good luck.